Hello and welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts, Greg and Mike. Hello. Tonight in studio, well, as it were in studio, we have Wait, Mr. Mark from the DPM Forum joining us. Hi, how you doing? There, Pretty there good, Mr. Sounds like Mr. Movie Tones. Like, what, yeah. what movie is in theater number three tonight at eight o'clock? Actually, I'm I'm hyping the new NBC hit Heroes tonight. Oh, <laughs> hey, you've seen that Seinfeld, right? Where Kramer, the phone number was Kramer's apartment, where he was trying to play. Yes, that was yes. hilarious. Okay, it was great. So, you know, you re- if you might recognize those deep, rich pipes, Mr. Mark's pipes are showing up on various shows. Doing promos and intros, all out of the kindness of his large heart. Oh, or my enlarged heart. (laughs) The doctor said said to cut back on some things, but I like them. Well, you know, Disney's fairly fat-free in the DPN. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Zero calories, no trans fats. DPN's a very fit place. Eat all you want. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. One of our bumpers on our show says, "Listen, all you want, we'll make more." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah and by nice, the way, a nice yeah, tribute to Doritos, um, right? Please plug your show, the Mark oh, and yeah. Mac show, as much as you like. Yes. Our show. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, because you know the, uh, the, the the three listeners we have will probably you know try to tune in at some point. Wow! <laughs> if your three listeners join uh, Jeff's twenty-two listeners, hey, <laughs> we'll have a we quarter. Would, we, make, we make there a fire of gasoline. <laughs> yeah. um, it's the Mark and Mac show. My partner Dave Mac and I have been uh, have been doing morning radio for over six years together, and we decided to start doing a podcast because we had a lot of stuff archived, interviews, and just silliness over six years that we pretty much every time we had somebody on the phone or in the studio to chat with, we we recorded, and um, one day I went into the computer room with a removable, you know, with a big portable hard drive and just copied all of it. So now I have it here at home and I can make podcasts out of it. And um, that's pretty much what it is. It's music and, and interviews from a, about six years on the air and a lot of laughs. We're just having a great time and a lot of fun. And the format? Um, we at one time had reached the status of being the highest ranked contemporary Christian morning show in America. Oh, awesome. And that was... And, um, that was out of I'm where? Sorry. In Birmingham, Alabama. Now, was Very that part of the any of the networks? Like, uh, we had a network out here that bought out the local station, um, and, and now we have something called the Fish. No. And, and they they way overplayed their fish aspect. Everything is like fish sticks this, fish sticks that. And yeah, I'd like they, to work at a station opposite them and have a fish fry. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. See, there's another one of those stories we were talking before we started recording about. Um, radio stations or shows disappearing. I went out for mm-hmm. back surgery. The local kind of contemporary Christian uh, station was on. Came back from back surgery, flipped it on. It was in Vietnamese. Which one yeah. is that? station had left. KYMS? Um, is that what you're thinking KYMS. Yeah, okay. Yes, mm. Which which I've been listening to since high school off and on. Once yeah. they started to play a little better music. I mean, at first, I, I got to say, and I, and I like contemporary Christian music, so much of it back in the 70s and 80s was pretty yeah. much all the same thing. Yeah, it was. No, it's very boring. So, it was you know, pretty I, cheesy, extremely sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, get in the cavity just listening to it. Yeah. Um, so that's I, how I got into Resurrection Band and DA mm-hmm. and Randy Stonehill and all those because oh, they, they, wow. they were an alternate to 
the blase that's preached to our yeah. own rather than taking the message out. Yeah. Type yeah. Of the anti the anti Sandy Patties. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, you know, it's funny talk about Sandy Patty. You know, she was she was big. Uh, I wouldn't say contemporary Christian artist, but you know, her she did stuff in the traditional vein as well. And yeah. the station I worked at dropped her when she got her divorce. Yeah, they stopped yeah, playing her stuff. <laughs> nothing oh, like uh, nothing like love and tolerance in the church. Is yeah. It? Oh well, you guys interviewed Amy, and you know she went through those yeah. Um, yeah, those she days did. when she went with the. Um, was it the Baby Baby album? I think it yeah. was. Or the one with Baby Baby on it. Yeah. And I, at the time, because I was DJing Christian roller rink nights and stuff like that, uh, people were just, Bru- I don't know. They were brutal, actually. They, they were brutal, and nobody is more brutal than people within the church sometimes. It, yeah, it's, it's yeah we love to shoot our own wounded. Oh, oh, oh my God. It was unbelievable. In Contemporary Christian Music Magazine, which was the big rag out there yeah. for music, just... Uh, beat up on her, and it just—it seems mm-hmm. so unfair. It's when it, I remember Resurrection Band, which was very controversial in the day, went out and tour with one of the big kind of acid rock groups, yeah. and people were just moaning about him. Think, well, how are the non-believers ever going to hear the message if you only played to the believers? Exactly, mm-hmm. because you know, let's say you've got a, you know, your average Resurrection Band concert might have been four or five hundred people. Not, you know, nothing huge. Yeah. So let's say every tenth person brings a non-believer with them. Yeah. Uh, the, the message isn't really being spread very far. In fact, um, I ended up marrying a, a Catholic girl, and all her family were Catholics. And you know, Christian music was pretty much unheard of in their circles. Yeah. So when, when they'd go to roller skating, which was big in my younger days, I wouldn't tell them what kind of a roller skating <laughs> night we were going to because I had a lot of friends that we all DJed at different rinks, and we'd go to each other's you know rinks on the night they were doing it. And, and uh, enjoy the music, and it would take them about a quarter of the night before they realized that they didn't recognize any of the song, yet they'd been out there, you know, bobbing their head, doing the white man overbite and all that, having a good time, (laughs) not even realizing it, because... White man overbite. (laughs) The guys... Look in the corner, we have a terminal case of the electric slide. That's right. (laughs) All the guys that I... uh, (laughs) <laughs> DJed with at different rinks. We we didn't play the Sandy Patties and the no. uh, the, the you early Amy the, stuff. You no. can't skate to that stuff. No. Oh no! I had um, one kid just beat me to death to play Amy Grant. So I finally I don't even remember what album it was. It was a live album, and she kind of had an upbeat song as the opening or you know the first song yeah. or two. And I'm like, oh well, you know she's not bad. You know, yeah, she, she started to record at what 14 or 15, the little yeah. punk. But yeah, she was uh, about 15 when she got her record contract. Yeah. Unbelievable, huh? She yeah. turned and out. Now she's uh, in her in her mid forties, on her second marriage. Just like the rest um, of her, not that part. <laughs> well, in, in, I had the opportunity. Well, this has gone into shop talk like crazy, but I had the oh, opportunity yeah. to spend time, n- not lots of time, but maybe five minutes with Amy backstage at one time. My wife and I were at a concert. It had been one of those, you know, radio station things where we'd been on stage and welcomed everybody and. Then get out of the way because nobody paid eighteen bucks to see us. Sure, you know, <laughs> and uh, they get you for so, free in the morning, why? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And uh, so, uh, at the end of the evening, um, my wife and I bump into Amy and her and her entourage in the hall, and she's kind of waiting on somebody. And she had made some crack about uh, on stage. Where she was commenting on something that someone had told her. Uh, she said, uh, "You don't look bad for your age." 
you know. And uh, I'm older than Amy. I, I looked at her and I said, well, look, I'll tell you, this with my wife standing here. I think you look better now than you ever have. And and I can tell that that you've got, I mean, there's something about you now. You've obviously been through a lot, but you're, but you seem more sure of yourself than you ever have. And she just looked at me and smiled and said, well, I have a lot more peace in my life than I used to. Wow. Now, is this, this after the second marriage? Yeah, this is after after she's married to Vince Gill. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, she, you know, she's, um, she's. I don't want to say weathered well, that's not the right <laughs> thing, but she's, she's, she's a beautiful, mature woman. Yeah. Um, and I was real surprised when I heard her get, got, well, when she got divorced, mm. divorced, divorced, but I never, not that I know, was it was it Stevens Curtis Chapman or the other Chapman? I always got him. Greg's calling in from Joyzy today. Joyzy, that's right. Yeah, um, uh, it was uh, Gary Chapman. Gary Chapman. I was. I don't know yeah. why he got those two Chapman. He was. Uh, he had a. He hosted. Uh, what was it? Nashville Tonight on the Country Music TV S- Network for Steve, a while. Stephen Curtis Chapman's a little bit young for Amy Grant, I think. Yeah. yeah well, either way, yeah. they just didn't seem like a, a match to me. Not that I know either one of them. I only met, sort of met Amy once, standing by her at. Disneyland while she was recording a Christmas special. Yeah. Uh, now Daniel Amos, I got to know fairly well because it weird stories. I went to a, a high school. I don't know if we've talked about this on air before. Of about three hundred people at the max in, 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 a, in a good year. So I had a a band and choir director who wasn't much older than I had been to Ambassador High School out here, which was a big school at one time. And um, so I'm out of high school for a few years and. That Daniel Amos' uh, bass player has changed, and I find out that it's the brother to this band director I've had for the last four years. So, after a concert, kind of struck up a conversation with him, and I got to know the rest of the band fairly well. Though Terry Taylor seems to be a, a little more of a, a, a I don't want to say aloof person, but he's he he's what I'd call a true artist. So mm. I think he's a little out there sometimes. A little, little neurotic. I, oh yeah, he's yeah. a little out there. Yeah, a nice guy, <laughs> but he's. The last one you'd probably find around talking to the the fans, where mm-hmm. the rest of the band would hang around for a while. And the the, the drummer uh, Ed McTaggart, I got to know well enough that he signed off on uh, their logo to have me put on it, one of those kind of silk jackets of the day uh, that, that I still have, but I could never wear again. He's just too small. But uh, so you know, they were very personable, well, um, you know, easy to get along with guys and undercover. Uh, those guys were local guys that we saw at a lot of concerts, and I hired them a couple of times to come into the uh, uh, the uh, roller rink that we had DJ live at, music but. at a roller rink. Yeah, we did that like once a month. You know, we we did it see once a week, and then once a month we'd have a live band trying to get more people to come in. And Undercover is probably the biggest hit we ever had in there. We pretty much packed the place out. But you know, that was like early uh, what do you call it? ska, new uh, wow. wave. Uh, Christian music, and again, very controversial in its time because you know, mm. last thing you'd ever want to do yeah. is dance to Christian music. Yet we could have Christian aerobics. Yeah. Mm, that's, All right. But anyways, let's, back let's, to you, Mr. Let's, let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anybody who listens to our show know that somehow we always get back to me. I don't know why that works. That way, but <laughs> you know. Uh, so, Mr. Mark, how did you get uh, interested wait, so wait, much no, no, in uh, my, Disneyland? No, oh, be quiet. Forget your question. No, no. We're back to Disney here. <laughs> By the way, Mike, I like you. Have I told you that I really like you a lot? Thanks. <laughs> that's the validation I need. Um, you just don't get enough time on the show. Have I told you that? That's, 
<laughs> you know, you know I, I do bills, I pay taxes, I do it. You know, you'd be surprised what I do. Well, well Greg Tales goes on and on. <laughs> He's amortizing his mortgage even yeah. as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. No. For a kid that hardly spoke when you know he was young, I was a shy young lad. Yeah. You're making up for it now, though. Oh, yes, he Big is. time. Wait, no, I, okay, six years, you said, with, uh, with Mac, but did you do yeah. something, were you in the biz before then, or... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, off and on. Okay, but by yourself, then. That's kind of the nature of the, of the radio business. You're, you're in it, or you're not in it, or, and you're doing something else. It's kind of like being an actor. Okay. You're either working or you're waiting tables, and, you know? <laughs> and, and your non-radio time was doing what? Um, I actually managed an electronics business for about five years. Wow. In between, oh. um, I spent. Oh, go ahead and get one for me. The, uh, <laughs> you know, I hear this. I hear this when I listen to the show. But I'm actually in the middle of it happening, and this is very, very surreal. Did I just like have one? to say that. <laughs> yeah, pour it right in. Uh, the. <laughs> right, you were the um, one commenting once. Never buy those extended warranties, right? <laughs> That's right. Just pour it on the computer. Yeah. Um, um, I have worked uh, not only in local radio, but I worked in shortwave radio for a while. And uh, I, one of the most bizarre things that I've ever had happen to me was uh, one time when they were having to do some maintenance on the computerized master control system. We had four huge, mongous, ginormous, 500,000-watt transmitters. Those technical terms? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look them up later. The uh, these huge transmitters that were uh, that were broadcasting at a half million watts each, wow. in essentially in four directions around the world, and I was sitting in a little studio, changing out DAT tapes, you know, digital audio yep. tapes, uh, with programs on them, and talking in between the DAT tapes. You're listening to, you know, yeah. WEWN, a shortwave radio service of the Eternal Word television network and that sort of, and it is now and i haven't having to give the time in in zulu time or, or greenwich yeah, time gmt uh-huh. and, and, yeah and all that and or and just every now and past then, the hour 10 minutes past the hour, okay yeah and and it, it it would hit you you hit the button and slide the fader up for the microphone and it would hit you you're literally broadcasting to the far side of the planet that's just amazing that's the most bizarre thing. And, what, I think and what, how long ago was this? This is prior. And that was probably eight or nine years ago. Oh, okay. So there was still satellite. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so now you you live in the South, obviously. In Birmingham, Alabama, right and, now. And okay, is that where you're from? I am from this area. Yes, we okay. uh, uh, so, my my folks actually are from Southern Alabama, uh, a little town called Evergreen, so, and. Uh, Yes. So I'm just one. I'm wondering how long did it take you to get rid of the yeah, accent. That's exactly where I'm going. Oh. How long did it take you to get rid of this kind of talk? Well, I, I ain't never got rid of it, really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? It's just it's just like anything else. Uh, if you uh, when you get into a certain business, you adopt the nature it takes to do the job you've chosen to do. Okay. And so you, if you're going to be on the air, you learn to speak the way you need to to communicate effectively. And and one of one of my pet peeves is, and, and it's not a pet peeve with people that I don't really know, but with my family, it's you know, like, would you mind speaking properly? Because I, you know, I had to learn to. It seems like you should. Okay. But 
you know. <laughs> it's you know, I, I I paid for that food with my mouth. So <laughs> you could have a little respect and learn to speak. That's amazing. Well, but, that sounds like Bill Cosby's speech. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, not quite so severe. Yeah. All right. But the the accent the accent I actually started losing it I, I guess a little after high school and it still comes through. I catch myself you know with my eyes and things saying I I did that and and such. But I am from Alabama. Have been here all my life. So. A little bit of a drawl. Okay. Now it's going like to happen. Yeah. Used to could. And all those used to could. Y'all <laughs> and all y'all. That's the to jeet yet. Yeah, <laughs> y'all do, y'all do, Jeet. <laughs> yeah, I. Well, we could do the entire Jeff Foxworthy collection if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I got stationed in, in Memphis, Tennessee, for three months, and part of the part of the indoctrination there, you know, they bring all the new people into the room and they give you a rundown of what you can and can't do, and, and the guy said, "This is this is probably the most important lesson I'm going to teach you." When someone says "y'all," that's singular. All y'all is plural. <laughs> don't forget that. How y'all? Yeah. So oh, I thought it was don't mess with the local girls. Oh. Gee. Oh. <laughs> Do the hell you want. Oh my goodness. Um, now the the gig, the the potential n- new gig is that going to require you to move, or is that going to be yeah, yeah. phone we're, in? Okay. We're talking with some, and I can't. I don't okay. really know if I want to go very far into that. that that's because okay. We're uh, still. That's okay. No, I just, except that, I, except to say that, yeah, it's looking like we may be relocating. All right, because you know, technology. Some days, you know, I, I, you know, being a f- kind of a fan of the medium of broadcasting, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm, I'm intrigued to find out that some people call in their segments from home. Yeah, you know, they'll have their little studio and they'll, they'll have their ISDN, you know, patched. You know, I'm, I'm dating right. myself, but you know, they'll have a, a nice high bandwidth connection yeah. to the studio and they sound like they're there in the room with them when they're really not yeah. and it's amazing know. what you can do even with just a dial-up phone line now uh, we were at disney world a couple of years ago did our show from there um on three mornings uh to you know they do that night of joy thing in the fall where they have the christian concerts yeah, at disney used, world yeah we used to have that at disneyland but it seemed to yeah. have ended some time ago well, we, we did a promotion with Night of Joy, and part of it was to take the show down there for a few days and to broadcast from the studios of Radio Disney, which, by the way, if you're a radio guy, that's Nirvana. I mean, <laughs> Disney's got a little bit of money. Latest, latest gear, yeah, uh-huh. And they've got the nicest of everything. So uh, it was really great, but uh, we were able to take the show down there and, and have some fun with it, and, and wow, that was just really, really sweet. Um, and I just totally forgot where I was going with the dial up, story. Dial so. up phone. Dial up, oh, yeah, dial, dial up, up phones. That's right. Uh, hey, I, it is uh, where I am. It is ten after midnight, and I've been oh. up for a very long time. Uh, we're the, sorry. Uh, it's okay. I know you're sorry. I'm getting over it. Okay. The, um, uh, but we connected back with the radio station over a standard dial up phone line, and did our show from down there, and it sounded like we were in Birmingham. That's got to be some serious compression. Some, well, yeah, the digital the digital compression was amazing, but it was it's it's just incredible what can be done. Uh, we had a, a a gizmo. That's another technical term, by the way, Greg. Thank we, you. Uh, <laughs> that we could take um, to say a car dealership or something to, for remotes. As long as we had a telephone line, we could hook into it and plug a, a microphone into it and dial up the station and sound like we were in the room. And the and the guy back there that would have to bring up your your. 
your channel. Yeah, you just turned turned yeah. us up when yeah. you know whenever it was time for us to yak. Wow, really well, you cool know, stuff. Rush does his show from Miami, yet it's broadcast yeah. out of New York. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I this will take you back in the Wayback Machine. But if you remember the old series Emergency back in the seventies, uh, yeah, Randoof Can, uh, Randoof Mantoff, Kevin Todd, Kevin Todd, yeah. Uh, yeah. And one uh, one of my cousins was. Um, a uh, consultant on that because he was one of the first paramedics in the L.A. County. But wow. then fast forward a, y- a year or two, my dad had been in and out of the hospital with brain surgery. and um, the, Needless to say, the paramedics were called to the house on numerous occasions. And when they, you know, when, on the old emergency show, they'd hook up that little, you know, you wouldn't see what they did, but they'd open that box and had the phone in, talking to the nurse, you know, I need two yeah. cc's of whatever, yeah. right? Well, yeah. they come to our house. I'm thinking, wow, you know, not only am I panicking over my father, but we find out that my mom had these fancy, fancy phones. You know, back in, back in the day, you had to rent the phone from the phone company. Yeah, you didn't own them. Buy them. She had, I forgot what this thing was called, but it looked like an old Victorian phone. Well, they needed to hook that box into a phone to mm. do their communication. It wasn't just like radio over the, the radio over the air thing. And so we had to get, end up getting rid of the phones because they couldn't hook into these, these fancy phone things. Mm. But... I guess the kind of technology you're talking about has probably been around for a long time, but maybe not commercially available. Um, but it is very cool that just over a phone line, because I'm thinking we're hooking up T1s trying to get good bandwidth for our Internet, yet over yeah. the phone line you're getting a whole show broadcast. Over oh, we're, what we're doing right now, I'm, oh. on my end, I'm on my phone. I'm on DSL line. Yeah. So yep. it's a standard phone line. It's those four little wires coming into my house. So... Yeah, it's very cool. You had a good you had a good Disney segue there a, a minute ago, though. I was hoping we could jump yeah. on that. Okay, uh, and now, is it is it those trips for your trips to Walt Disney World that got you interested? Got you your into your fandom? Well, it goes or? back. It goes back a lot further than that. Um, let's see. Walt Disney World opened in seventy two. Seventy two. One two. One, two, I think one, it was seven, one. Yeah, October, 71, that's right. October 1st, 1971. Right. That's right. Well, my family was there in the summer of 72. And uh, back then, all it was was the Magic Kingdom. That was it. The Magic Kingdom and, I think, a little Tomorrowland. Pirates wasn't even there yet. I remember us uh, asking about construction going on, and my dad saying, oh, they're building some pirate thing. <laughs> some pirate thing and some pirate thing you know but the the uh, 20,000 leagues was there oh, cool ride which you know it, yeah, it was a cool ride I remember it you know the plastic fish on strings and stuff oh, yeah. like that you I know, love I, that but, stuff you know I remember it but when you're but, 6 and but, 7 it doesn't, you don't notice that oh, kind of yeah stuff. when you're a kid it's just the ultimate coolness and uh, we rode uh, we were there for one day and saw everything and on our way out of the park we got the front of the monorail oh what a cap for a day! The coup de sure. yeah. It was just awesome. So, so it goes back that far for me. Um, I missed the opening of Epcot. I the first time I saw. <laughs> Don't Epcot start, was, Greg. Don't start. Yeah, I, it's, it's okay. I, I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> but um, um, the I just missed all him, that. So, Mark, just tell him you've heard the story. Just tell him you've heard the story. But I have heard this. I have heard the story. The but. But my first experience with Epcot was uh, in 95, or not 95, in 2005. First wow. time I ever saw it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I have read, and I've been online, and I've seen all the stuff, and, and I'm saddened by the changes, and I'm saddened by what I missed. But more recently, 
the uh, radio is what got me more back interested in it again because we went down and we just had a blast. We had an awesome time. And uh, let's see, that was in August of 2005, and my wife and I went back the first week of January 2006. When in we August? Just, um, I don't remember exactly when in August. Uh, I just remember it was... Hot, right? Yeah, extremely hot. Yeah, uh, kind of like kind of like Greg's trip. Yeah. No, see, Greg will deny that it was hot. Well, of course, August asked, of, you, you I went in August two thousand five. Yes, we were there was, at the same time. It was pretty warm, but it's tolerable. Oh, the two thousand six August, it rained a fair amount, but it only was really humid. I mean, terribly humid when it was raining. Other than that, it was it was nice. Yeah. Yeah, how come, well, you know what? how come everybody else was there at the same time was not singing that same song? Yeah. Well, you know, here's my, my, my comparison. We were in Boston in 2005, and it was dripping wet humid. And mm. in Salem, and I'm asking the people, so it's just, you know, normal. Oh, no, this is unseasonably high. Yeah, you go track the weather and all that. You know, it's pretty much what it always is. But what is it with tourists? If you got tourists in town, you always tell them, no, no, this is unusual. It's never this warm or it's never this cold, right? That's what you tell the, the locals, or I mean the tourists from the locals. But I didn't think it was that bad. But that sounds like you may have been there the same time right, Mike and I were right, there last right year. Right around the same time. That's a, that's why I was pressing for Yeah, close detail. to the end of August is when we were Yeah, Yeah, well, it's just... Because that would um, be, be way small world, you know? Yeah, it really would have. But anyway, we got. Uh, I got interested, really super interested in it. We went. Um, um, I, wait a minute. I've, I've got my dates mixed up. That was actually that was actually August two thousand four. We came back in January of two thousand five. Okay. And uh, and then we came back again. We were back again this year, l- late June, early July. But before this last trip, we um, uh, a friend of mine recommended. Uh, uh, the the DPN recommended a couple of the uh, the podcasts. Said he had started listening to them because he was getting geared up for a trip, and uh, and so I checked it out, started listening, and uh, I think uh, picked up first on the Meandering Mouse. And by the way, the first time you ever hear Saul, you you just don't know what you've done. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's just like, wow, what am I but, listening to? Well, did I did I get did I until I click on the wrong thing or what? Yeah, I'm, wow, what is this? And why is this guy talking all the time? Yeah. But the, <laughs> but, um, but, and then I, I started checking in and looking at the forums because what I was looking for was some insights, you know, some like, give me some cool stuff to see. Or, or, or uh, tell me the, tell me the secret entrance to get in to Animal Kingdom or, or something yeah. like that, you know. That's what I'm looking for. The, the, the problem is that some of our the shows, you have to listen to a lot before a little nugget like that pops out. Well, but but that's the charm of the whole thing, and, and that is that that um, if you want that kind of information, it's out there, and there are podcasts that focus on on uh, the nitty gritty. You know, they they focus on the info, the information, and and our little family at the DPN is uh, uh, you do get the information, but you also get a lot of love with it. I mean, <laughs> you. And you know what I'm talking about. Yes. It's 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 like a big dysfunctional family, and we don't care. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know that dysfunctional family has grown to plus 500 now. A very that's true. Short period of time, and the funny thing I was, I, I not that I want to promote this particular show, but 
Metcott, which I do listen to on occasion. I still haven't figured it out if the guy's just pompous or he's trying to be funny. But um, <laughs> he was talking to him recently in this, he had a special show that his ISP had basically called him in, or sent him a letter saying the content of his his website um, possibly was, you know, maybe not his kind of stuff. They didn't want to host it anymore. Maybe he wasn't, he didn't have rights to have it, blah, blah, blah. Went on and on like the big Disney corporate uh, lawyers were coming after him. He's got, I think, 61 registered users on his forum. Wow. Uh. I'm thinking we have 500. I don't think the corporate, you know, sharks over at Disney has found little Netcot, but. I was talking you know. to Jeff earlier. A million hits on the DPN. Yeah, he posted forum. that. He posted that. A million. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. Yeah, but how Absolutely many. Absolutely amazing. How many of those hits are us coming back to it? I mean. Yeah, are they unique hits? I don't want to give still, any, I don't uh, want to give anything away, but you know, uh, some days I'm I hit that thing like six or seven times a day. Yeah, yeah, so do I. Because if I don't, because uh, if you don't, then you get way behind on all the posts that show up. Oh, and God, yeah, you really do. You really do. I, there are days that my uh, my inbox, I'll come in and my inbox has got like two dozen, you know, <laughs> two dozen things where where something I've been watching has changed. Oh, well, you've become quite the user. You got kind of a slow start, and you've just, um, you know, he's been Mister Jack of all trades, is what he's been. You, you've been right through uh, meandering mullet, right into yeah. the mafia, pretty you, quick. Yeah. You, come, you go to Mister Mark if you need a user bar. You go to Mister Mark if you need an icon. You go to Mister Mark if you need an avatar. You go to Mister Mark uh, if you need. Hey, uh, by the way, where's the Loogie Hawk and uh, Lou avatar? <laughs> uh, yeah. You do have to draw the line somewhere, Greg. I guess it, that is the funniest avatar and perfect for Lou. I mean, that is quintessential Lou. Yeah. Oh, him dancing like that. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was, was perfect. That you know that, and that was just one of those things because I, I got to step aside here. One of the things that Dave, my partner Dave Mack, and I have done is a television show. So really, uh, in the meantime, in, yeah, in after the radio thing ended, um, uh, our, after our morning show here ended, we branched off and did a radio show. He actually was gone from the picture a couple of months before I was. I was flying solo for a little while, and then I, I left, and we teamed up to do this morning TV show, a little 30-minute daily on a local station. And uh, sort of like as a Wayne's result, um, with a lot less budget. <laughs> okay. Swing. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I think Lou and Bob have more budget than we do. Oh, gosh. But... Uh, <laughs> no, but we we actually um, we had a couple of decent cameras, so we had a two camera show, and uh, and uh, we we had music videos, we had you know our, our segments where we talked about stuff in the news, and we ranted about things, and and we just had some fun with it, and we had commercial advertisers, people who were supporting us, and and so we were doing well for a while. But the the, the thing I'm getting at is that as a result of that, I ended up totally refitting my my desktop computer to do video. So I could edit video. Okay. So we would we actually shot the show in my dining room. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. I told you budget, but we shot the show in my dining room, and I would just take the tapes and bring them in the into my office where I am now, and 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 dump them into the computer and put together a TV show. And that's how I had the capability to make that little icon, <laughs> because I just I just said, well. Let me get the. I just downloaded the podcast, dumped it into the video editor, looped that little piece, and dumped it back out as an animated GIF. Goodness, and, that's great. So I, I can't. Are you using Avid or? Um, 
Um, Pinnacle. I'm using uh, Adobe Premiere. Adobe Premiere. Premiere. Good product. Funny, Premiere. That's, that's what, yeah. um, I believe that's what Lou and Bob do to Premiere is very intuitive and easy to use. It's a powerful program. It does a whole lot more than I can even imagine. I mean, it's 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 kind of like owning a, a Mercedes. Audition. What does this button do? Oh, I know the thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I picked up Final Cut Express, and I'm thinking, what's Pro like? I can't figure out all the Express stuff. Yeah. Adobe Sound it's, Product Audition's the same way. Mm-hmm. Very, That's what I use to do rich. our stuff with. Yeah. And and I'm I I you know what's funny is I and I we're getting into tech talk here. What is this twit? No, um, yeah. <laughs> this Please, week in technology. I, I, if I had, if we had one percent of Twit's numbers, <laughs> I'd be happy. Yeah, hey, I'd take Geek Brief's numbers. <laughs> I, I mean, I've used Adobe 1.5 for a long time, and then upgraded to 2.0, and then stripped it back off my machine again and put 1.5 back on it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know what you're using, but but um, 2.0, 2.0, I just chewed up so much of the resource. On a computer that slowed everything down so much. Audition, uh, not audition. Sonar. Yeah. Sonar, okay. sonar by Cakewalk. Ah. Uh, hey, are you guys familiar with Geek Brief? No. 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 Do you it, buy it, those at Walmart? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I is believe. Any, wait, is wait, wait. Anything like, is that anything like Underoos? <laughs> no, I think wasn't uh, Lou Mangello's site in his cafe press have he's got, uh, he's got briefs. Dog. Mm, yeah. So, yes, yes. Yes. No, they were thongs. thongs. <laughs> yes. Briefs. Very brief. Somehow mouse tunes and thongs in yes. Disney. Just I haven't I, quite I figured that out. What's see, your I'm question mark Caf- on that? I'm using Cafe Press myself on our site, uh, marketmac.com. <laughs> Heavy plug, marketmac.com. Yeah. What was that and, again? Uh, plug away. Marketmac.com. Um but uh, <laughs> I I drew the line at dog shirts. Yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta, you, is, you gotta be careful when you say that word on the air too. Yeah. <laughs> There's an art in there. Yeah. What I was gonna say about uh, Geek Brief, it's a little daily vidcast of no more than like 13 minutes, and it's this this chick minutes? who sits in front of a green screen. That's an eye yeah. Talks for about us. tech stuff every day. They went from having jobs to to doing nothing but this as a full time gig, getting. The right sponsors, and I'm thinking, I'm in the wrong business. Wow. I, I work too hard. Well, you got to remember, uh-huh. who's, you know, podcasting is an early adopter kind of a entertainment f- mm. uh, form, and and you know most of the listener types, I would venture to say, are in the Generation X or Y category. Yeah, well, they're very young, yeah. but they're getting like HP just sent that they were showing off this new TV that will stream HD from a computer sitting across the room and wow. stream. Uh, photographs, so you could be sitting there. Hey, your friend, family, you know, friend, and family, you're over. You pr- bring out this little remote, you know, and it's you're getting streaming called, high definition. It's called TV. TV. What? It's called TiVo. No, 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 no. This is a whole HP thing. Okay, working with your computer. But TiVo, oh, TiVo has that that you can. Actually, form. TiVo just came out with their high definition. What? Like did, they? did it really? Today. Did it get released? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. it's, like oh. it's like eight hundred. It's like eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I there figured. You go. Mark and Max Geek TV brief. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I saw it on the news earlier. Because okay. because no standalone TiVo, yeah. you can you can network in, you can suck, you know, you can do a si- slideshow, suck photos off, yeah. right now, off. Now mine's phone. built into the the satellite tuner, so that's yeah. not TiVo. That's fake. I went no, with no, Dish Net. No. I, I changed from uh, direct from uh, Direct TV to Dish Network. Mainly because I could get the Dish Network system that had high def and the DVR, so direct I, you know direct keeps it separate. No, direct had it, um, 
but it was just I had to jump through too many hoops to get it. It, it was just ridiculous. It, the the cost up front was a lot higher than just switching. Yeah, so you know, I thought about that. See, I might switch the I could switch the other way around and get you know that the free receiver and all that crap. But I think mm-hmm. it started out when the HD one came out for um, Dish. It was like six hundred bucks. So I think it's down to two and a half or three now for and a dual tuner though I got an early one that's not high definition it's a single tuner so I'm I'm either watching something I recorded mm-hmm. or what's recording I can't jump to another satellite station but now with the newer right. ones you yeah. can so but you know right now anyway. Disney, Disney's on the top of my money list so they're getting all my money there you go. yeah no kidding new DVR yeah and that's and that's the and Disney is is uh, is why I ended up getting into the DPN, and and like you said, yeah, I've jumped in with both feet, and I've uh, and I've gotten really involved, and I have a little more time on my hands than I used to have, so, you know, I, I that's that's how, because I'll I'll pass by the computer and notice I got a message and get on the boards and get curious about something, and and uh, and since I've got the background in in radio and in commercial production, um, I decided I'd make that goofy. Goofy intro for Jeff a few weeks back, you know. And so, um, so does that mean when you stop becoming a burden to society, we're gonna you're not gonna be around as much? What do you mean a burden to society? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a burden to my wife. I'm right sorry. Now. <laughs> I, okay, that comes from a government hack. No, no, no. Okay. Society, you know? back, 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 back my, with my. My tax money at work. Yeah, um, not, not your tax money. Not even Greg's tax money. Um, uh, no, back back when I worked in the private sector, and just before I got laid off, my boss told me, he "says I'm very sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make you a burden of um, a burden upon society." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Well, here's your here's your freaking severance package, and make sure you apply for unemployment. So, wow. So, I mean, it was all very funny. I mean, just, you know, that's the code word for people who don't have a job as a burden to society. Yeah, I, I understood. So, but but over like a lead balloon, I guess. I, yes. Yeah. Anyway, another edition of Mike's Dictionary. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, when you get. <clears throat> so. <laughs> anyway, that's that's you pretty much. You can't tell that I'm blushing over here, so that's good. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much how I got into all this stuff. I got into it to get information, and then I got into this little family of people, and and I and I just enjoy hanging out. Yeah, and and in fact, in fact, tonight was my first night on Skype, and um, uh, and it was because Greg egged me into it. <laughs> he, he sent me an email. Said, "Are you on Skype?" Oh, <laughs> because our emails keep crossing in the ether, you know. Yes. And uh, so he, uh, so uh, really, Greg answers. His... Greg answers your email. I wasn't supposed to say. Yeah, uh, uh, there's, but, uh, there's some motivation to answering Mr. Mark's email. You know. <laughs> yeah, he's getting something out of me. Oh. They, uh, <laughs> but the uh, but I had it sitting on the desktop. The installer was on my desktop, and I finally. Installed it this evening, and and I've talked to boy, I don't know how many people I've talked to. Yeah, one, see, well, I got to say, we we you're not the first one we've encouraged to get on Skype. Out. I think um, we got Jeff on Skype so we could do his interview, and now I catch him online quite a bit, or he catches me. Uh, I'm not sure who all else we've added to that list, but uh, I found out about Skype through a really kind of weird third party of a guy that uh, is a software vendor for us, and 
He says, oh, you got to try this new new thing. You can talk to anybody in the world for free. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm. You kind of got me interested. And next thing I know, you know, I'm using it for all kinds of stuff, software support. And then Mike figured out a way to record, you know, our shows with it, which meant yeah. we didn't have to drive 40 miles to, you know, one location to do the show. Wow. So, well, yeah. I mean, if we, had to, if we had to be in the same room, we'd be putting out once every couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah I, I can imagine it. Helping with travel. Yeah, Mike lives in the boondocks. So. <laughs> I d- I, it's. Jeez, Mike, you've got over 400 posts. You've almost got as many as I am, and I'm, a, I'm supposed to be a member and posting a lot more than this. Jeez. <laughs> well, well, you know, I like I said, when he actually, you know, has real work to do, keep yeah. his, keep him busy. Well, he might, oh, yeah, he might yeah, all but disappear. Look at Lou. Lou's got over six hundred posts. I mean, he's yeah. he's getting up there with Jeff. Jeff's got some insane amount. Two thousand four hundred. He really, he really does. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. And it, 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 like I tell people, I'm I am self employed. I'm just not very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do stay busy every day, and actually, what I'm doing—it's not like I'm a, a burden on society. <laughs> I am actually in the background working on things. I, I don't know, Greg. Did I send you the uh, the uh, uh, the address for the the website I'm upgrading? Yes, you did. With okay, the flash. So, That's that yeah. email when I said, "Is there anything you don't do?" Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He's like the yeah, modern was, Renaissance man, you know. He's, he's, yeah. Yeah, I'm the Kramer. Uh, the <laughs> but the <laughs> nobody knows how he supports himself, but he's always there, you know. Yep. yep. <laughs> but um, I, I'm doing. I've been working on that. I, I produced the podcast that we put out every day um, with the Mark and Mac update. It's available on iTunes and MarkandMac.com, and um, and as a result of that, that the the podcast is one reason we're talking to the place we may be relocating to because they've actually been listening wow. to every podcast. Really? So they kind of know what we're all about, yeah. And, and now they're, so, interested, they're interested in your in your content, the the your stuff, your archival footage, essentially, or? They're, no, because the, the show is, well, they're interested in us because we're, this, okay. I, I don't want this to sound like I'm, you know, putting on any kind of well, airs or bragging or anything, but but what we do is very atypical for for the the medium for Christian no, we, radio. We don't do that here. We, we don't you know, self promote yeah, anything. You know, there's that IMW show that is kind of a spinoff series, but uh, spin we don't do that kind of spin off of here. what? Uh, a mice cast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyways, the Mark and Mac show. Uh, <laughs> But what we what we have done for all these years is very different than you'll hear if you if you pop the dial, if you're traveling across country and you find the the the, the Christian station from market to market, what you'll hear is them claiming to be uh, safe for the whole family, um, and you don't hear them you don't hear them wisecrack about anything. That's what the fish uses: safe for the whole family. That must yeah, be I a know. cliche phrase right now. Yeah, it, we're safe for the whole family, which is a real pet peeve of mine. Well, if you're safe for the whole family, why don't you just be safe for the whole family instead of keeping... You don't have to keep rubbing our nose in the fact that you're safe for the whole family. Just be safe for the whole family. Really? And, oh, by the way, you're boring. So yeah, Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so how about livening things up a little bit? Don't be afraid to laugh at Michael Jackson. Don't be afraid to, you know, to, to poke a little fun at the absurdity in life, because if you can't look at absurdity and appreciate it for what it is and have a laugh, 
then you have some deep problems that can't be resolved by spending a little time, you know, talking about God. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you've, you've, if you can't appreciate the absurdity in life and just enjoy it for what it is, why should anybody want what you proclaim to have? Yes, yes, that's what I loved about DA was their their way to look at the church and make a little fun of themselves and, and the absurdities of some of the things within the church. Um, uh, I, you know, we live close to the Crystal Cathedral. Oh, yeah. And, um, hmm. you know, they, they had a song, I Didn't Build It For Me, that Terry used to always say, you know, this is for people who build glass houses and churches. Wow. And you, wow. you knew exactly who he was talking about. Yeah. And it's, it's a great song. I mean, it gets down to even to the point where, you know, you give some money to get your name etched on the glass. It's probably all the way at the top that you can't even see anyways. Right, so yeah. it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of it, like the... Kind of like that brick at Disneyland. Um, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that oh, it's even is... worse at Disney World. Uh, there, there's a little, um, Earl was telling me about this, this little walkway. If you're standing looking directly at the Magic Kingdom, go to your left, like towards the Grand Floridian, and those go all the way down to where the pathway ends to where the uh, the pageant comes out, you know, the, the electrical pageant on the water. Nobody mm. walks down there, but you might be the poor sucker that has wow. the one all the way down at the other end. Wow. So. Mark, have you well, been to been to Disneyland? Have you been to Southern California? Never. I've never been to the uh, to Anaheim. Something that my wife and I both want to do. Well, I, I hope um, your first experience is better than Nathan Rose's. <laughs> See, now we went through all that trouble to to hide who was complaining, and now you just I wasn't like, hiding anything. Nathan's the one moaning about it. Well, I mean, but when we talked about it last time, we didn't say. Well, bless his heart, he had a bad he had a bad cast member experience. Well, I mean, that can happen to anybody. Sure, he sure did. Sure, but you know, yeah. he also has a responsibility to his listenership to qualify it that you yeah. know it could have been just me, you know, but to come out and use it as fodder for explaining why Florida's cast members are so much better, or mm. you know, that it detracted so much from his trip that I had a great trip until this. All right. Lou, yeah. Lou keeps giving him a hard time. He, I mean, the last couple of shows he says, "Okay, I promise not to say anything about Disneyland." <laughs> <laughs> I caught that. Yeah, bless his heart. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> and then you you go look at Aaron's first visit to Disneyland and um, and Jeff's first visit to Disneyland, and, and you're like, "Wow, now that's what I expected to hear from Nathan." Yeah. It's like, "Ooh, cool. Okay, I still like this at Disney World better, but wow, the first place where Walt actually walked and touched, oh, yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, you know, created." Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. It was kind of. I was. I was really surprised for someone as as deep of a Disney fanatic as I, I thought Nathan was. I was really surprised by his his um, unhappy trip. It was real. I was actually kind of sad because I, I being in security was kind of a, both fun and bad at Disneyland because I got to see the seedy side yeah. of what happens when people misbehave in the happiest place on earth, and it's not so happy. And that that was yeah. kind of sad sometimes, especially when you saw little kids go off with. You know the mm-hmm. female officer, while yeah. daddy's in handcuffs, being carted yeah. away. That, that was sad. So. Yeah. Well, people can be stupid everywhere. <laughs> it's just sad that they have to be stupid in some place like that with their children around. Yes, it it, you know? it is. And I, I'll be the first to admit I've lost it a couple of times when my like my toe got run over by the ECB <laughs> and things like that. Oh man, no, you know, really? I yeah. haven't heard this story. What? Yeah. <laughs> This happened to me, something similar in Home Depot the other day. I thought I was going to lose it again. I was trying to control myself. You know, our Home Depots have these self-checkouts, so you don't have to stand in line with the so they can have the So they can have one cashier for four per registers. Four, yeah, yeah. So we're standing in line. I see this guy, the, you know, sunglasses and a beard, 
get out of the line where he's not getting help very fast. Just cruised right in front of everybody, plopped all this stuff down right next to a lady as she's pulling a receipt out. And I yelled over, hey, there's a line over here. The guy totally ignored me, but the guy right in front of me who had just walked up to one of his looked, turned around and said, not you. <laughs> you <know>? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, the, um, the scanning gods were behind us because he was having trouble with his scanner. Uh. And so I got up next to him. I'm doing my stuff. And I walked out and said, thanks for cutting in line, you jerk. Oh, wow. He said oh. something to me on, on the way out. He said something about, like, up years or something. I'm like, got it. I so much wanted to turn around and say something like this. See, nope. <laughs> hold my tongue. Yeah. I'm out. Which, I'm driving which, out, of the, like, out of the parking lot in my car. He hasn't even come out the door yet. Okay. Greg, <laughs> holding, Greg holding his tongue has just mm. showed you how much he's matured over the years. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because I've been around when he is unable to control himself. Wow. You know, I, I, see, I became I've potty mouth when I got in the service. I never heard a four-letter yeah. word, so I went in the yeah, service. Yeah, and now they're, it's they're, like every other word. It's, 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 yeah. It becomes a a test of my 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 personal inner strength to not utter the uh, vulgarities that sometimes pop into my mind. Yeah. But uh, you know, oh, was somebody we, said to me the other day, you uh, uh, you can't help what birds fly through your brain. But you can sure help which ones build nests. Build ah. nests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't, getting hit by the air can, you, you wonder if sometimes there's anything up there. I got hit by the air can and it fires the, and Disney World and it popped the uh, microphone right out of the other ear. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, so maybe maybe I am missing a few things up there. There we go. But you were talking about that whole situation with customer service and and Disney Disney has the the hospitality business down pat. They oh, yeah. they have they've got it, and very very rarely, if ever, will you ever find somebody even having a bad hair day. You can walk up to somebody sweeping in a Disney park and say, "Can you help me with something?" And they will drop everything and help you. And very very rarely will you ever have a bad cast member experience. So when it happens, it probably sticks out. It yeah. just really, oh, yeah. you know, I agree. it just really rubs you the wrong way. It's the end of their shift. They've had, you know, yeah, it can, critical it can be mass. anything. Yeah, it can be anything. They are human too, you know. And so here you are. You're you're in this place, and especially if you're someplace like Walt Disney World, where you're in the bubble, and you've been in the bubble for days, and you've been love that bubble. Uh, Unlike some of us who go and rent Cadillac SUVs and travel around, hmm. you stayed on. You know, you've been on the. <laughs> you've been. You know, you've used the Disney transportation. You've kind of oh, gotten yeah. into the whole thing, and and you know, you're, you're, you. And my wife and I, being empty nesters, our son is already out of college. We, uh, we, you know, we'll go and we'll watch other kids having a blast, and parents, you know, having fun with their kids and making memories and and such, and. And so here you are in this bubble where everything is just so great, and you really are forgetting about your life outside for a while. And the the stress and the pressure is rolling off, and then you run into somebody who has just been told off by a supervisor. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or something, and something is rubbing them the wrong way, and they look at you and say, take the ball cap off. And it just it crawls all over you because it, it's such a – it is such – it is so out of character for everything that you have been experiencing that it just really stands out. Yeah, and having worked before the mouse, and you, you know what's expected of you, but you also know that you meet, literally as a cast member over a period of years, will meet hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And 
some days you just don't want to meet 100,001. You, you just had it with, you know, either dumb questions or rude people. Because I, annual pass holders, and I am one now, but when they first started, they were like the scurvy. Uh, I mean, it's like we, we don't want to deal with them. They, be, they became this underclass of people who thought they owned the park. There was such a small segment of visitors were annual pass holders at the time as well. Yeah. We had our regulars that were there all the time, even with when you had to pay for a ticket every day. But, you know, and I understand people's thought of they've grown up at the park. Hey, it is my park. I don't want you to mess with it. You know, I, the, yeah. you know Disney has standards. You guys aren't living up to it. Whatever their, their thought is. But the, the annual pass holders at Disneyland really became like this subclass. And... It, we were really resentful at times because the first thing they do is they, they'd run to City Hall and complain. You talk mm -hmm. about the biggest complainers. Uh, they go straight to City Hall for the, the most minor of things. And I remember I was so offended by a, an iTunes review I got that said I'd suggested to go to City Hall and complain. And I hadn't. I said I went to the City Hall for the first time ever, and it wasn't really to complain, but just to express my frustration with having been oh. in a line for Pirates three different times on three different days and having it break down. You know, and then the ECV incident, yeah. Yeah, and all that. And yet, Lou, I listen to Lou and Nathan's show, and they're always encouraging people that if they think the park isn't up to, to snuff or you know, trash has been slow to be picked up or whatever they think is not looking right to help out the park by going to City Hall and, and let them know. I'm thinking, geez, I've never said that. I get negative iTunes reviews, and these guys get glowing iTunes reviews. Now, they have a really good show, and it's very appealing to a mass audience, and I understand that. So I don't have any problems with that. I'm thinking, man, people really, you know, something about my podcast just hit somebody wrong, and they, it, I mean, they took it all the way to the bank, if you will, and I don't know, I, I don't get it, but having been a cast member, I understand those frustrating days of, uh, you know, all these people that you meet, but in general, I think at Disneyland, they're suffering a little bit from, um, who they can hire and who's available and the, you know, what they're willing to pay at the moment. But you're right. You expect, at in inside any Disney bubble, uh, there's an expectation of having the world-class uh, attention and uh, care taken with you while you're there. And Yeah, you, you get that one bad egg, and that's all you can remember. Right. So, that's yeah. too bad. That's human nature. It, 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 it is. is yeah, you know. It is, and it's a shame that it happens, but it happens, and it happens in every business. Sure. Every business. Yep. And uh, people need to remember that. Just because you're inside the Disney bubble doesn't mean that you may not run across somebody who has just, just literally had the last straw tossed on them. Oh, yeah. Um, I could tell you stories about employees on their last day, how they, they had their <laughs> last hurrah, if you yeah. will, at the expense of the company, because they knew at that point they were gone, and what are you going to do, fire me? Yeah, and, yeah. and if if some poor Smo coming into the park as a guest got to experience this guy's last day, it's mm -hmm. unfortunate. You know, it's like I say though, if uh, to go on the Jungle Cruise with a bad skipper, Oof. it's like the worst thing because that can be such a great campy ride with yeah. the right guy. You get the wrong yeah. guy, and you're like, why did I just stand in line for an mm -hmm. hour? Yeah, this. Yeah, you're so, absolutely right. Because that's you talk. Those are one of those positions. Fine, you can get a guy telling you to get on the your uh, small war, small world boat a little faster because you're going a little slow and you got to keep it moving. Okay, fine. The guy seems a little pushy. You have to sit with a guy for 15 minutes on the Jungle Cruise, and you're like, oh my god, what is this? So when you, when you've got those live face type character 
cast members. You know, those guys got to be on the, the top of their game all the time, and that's 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 got to be nerve wracking and rough on the the cast member. Mm. Well, that's yeah. why they have the comfort of the spiel. The comfort of the spiel. Seriously, you say the same thing over and over again. You don't have to worry about the you know. But, you know yeah, I, and not only that, I guess I I listen to things when I walked around the park. Oh, partly it became a habit from when I worked undercover with security because it's not only your eyes that found the the naughty people it was what you hear and i wish i could hear in multiple languages i can barely hear in my own language but mm. um it would have helped a lot but you, you tend to hear things you should hear kids like say hey, we could go over here and steal this it'd be really easy i'm like oh my god thank you for telling me <laughs> watch you know <laughs> but I, last time i was at disney world this guy's on the phone bragging to his friend that he'd got over on some cast member and demanded to see their supervisor and they pulled the cast member backstage and he was all happy that he had supposedly got this cast member in trouble, and I'm mm. thinking of times when we had similar incidences where we'd come, we'd just kind of placate the complainer. Okay, right. fine, well, let's get you on the front. I'm sorry, you know, it happened, right. it'll never happen again. You'd go backstage with the other cast member, and, and make, you'd go back there and have a good laugh. Make fun of them. You know, right. go buy a Coke, you know, settle yeah. down, and, and they just think they got over on you. And it's just, I just can't believe the... the Venom and some people, and I'm like, yeah. oh my god, it's a ride, you know, just, just go, you know, yeah. on it. Uh, yeah, uh, people just love to be, uh, people love to have power and control over other people, and if they can't get their way, sometimes they just get ugly, yeah. and, and it happens everywhere. It's a shame that it happens at a place like a Disney park, too. It, it is, I'm thinking, but I get that enough yeah. at work to not have to have yeah. it happen at Disney. Yeah. I mean, I, I have clients that won't work for me anymore. And I have clients that work with me because they won't work with the next guy anymore. So there's always a little, you know, trade-off sometimes where your personalities don't match. And I understand that more in my kind of business. But you know, you, you go to the park and enter a company that's entertainment, and you run into some of that. And, and, and yeah. it's, you know, small people sometimes want. And I don't mean that by stature. Sorry. Girl. I mean you know, people who have you know. Wow. <laughs> wow. People who have. I'm on the other side of the country and the temperature just dropped. Woo. Wow. Yeah. You know, people who have small, let's say, respect for themselves, you know, they just yeah. carry it out on other people. It's, it's really well, too bad. As a boss of mine used to say, little thinkers make big stinkers. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so, Mark, All when right. do you think the next time you'll get to uh, Disney World? Uh, it's going to be probably next year sometime. Next year? Yeah. I, my wife and I really want to go in January, but as as the way things are right now, you know, you, that would be like if this new, the, the new situation we're talking about opens up, that's too soon after getting started. Sure. Oh, yeah, to walk definitely. away. You know, so and I, I really hope to be able to do that sometime next year. I and see. I submit yeah. to you to come to California instead. Well, I was going to say, any plans to, to bring it out to California? Oh, you know, we actually uh, we actually were approached by a station. Um, where was that? And I told you about it, Greg. And yeah, it's like Woodland was. Hills. I yeah, Woodland Hills. Yeah, but uh, they actually what they wanted was they wanted my, uh, Dave to come out and and uh, to program their radio station because they they looked at the they looked at our Arbitron rating success and they looked at our you know our track record. And they wanted to duplicate the same thing there, but they just didn't understand that it would take the both of us to make it happen. Because you, you build your day on the morning show. Mm-hmm. Correct. If you stop and think about your radio stations, you, you build the day on the morning show. It sets the tone for the rest of the day. And if you, you think about the radio station you listen to, you hear the guys or the guy and gal or whoever that's on in the morning, 
you hear them popping in from time to time throughout the day talking about what's coming up the next day and, yep. and where they're going to be that day, come out to such and such Toyota and meet us, that sort of thing. <laughs> so they're, they're a big part of the image of the day. And so it, 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 it's a whole lot more than just somebody coming in as a consultant and pointing you in the right direction. Yeah. If you want the same success, then you have to bring in the people who made the success. Well, when so. you say morning, do you mean like morning drive or six yeah. to ten. morning? It's a morning time part, yeah. six to ten. Yeah, the yeah the the, the wake up show. Because I wonder sometimes, you know, shows that are done nationally or back east, and you'll probably know what show I'm referring to again. The show is like a noon to three show, where here it's a nine to twelve show, which yeah. you know gives them audiences on both ends. But you always hear about morning drive and how important morning drive is, and Evening drive. You get these two but, ends yeah. of the spectrum. But those are more right. applied to music formatted stations. You know, if you're listening to talk. Well, if you're talking about talk radio, talk radio is the heart of talk radio. Is the midday. I mean, you, you've got you've got the big three. What you've got Rush and and Sean Hannity oh. and what Glenn Beck and you you know you got these guys at the top of the heap and and then. Talk radio stations program some local news and information show with just a lot of traffic and weather and junk in the morning to keep you informed on your drive to work. Sure, but but music stations tend to uh, they tend to block out a bunch of music in the midday and a whole lot less talk. And in the mornings, if they're smart, they dial up the talk a whole lot yep. and intersperse some music in there. You know? Yeah, so. we, we, some of our local FMs do that. Some of them, we we have Bonnie or not Bonnie. Uh, what Bonaducci? Danny, uh, Danny Bonaducci. Danny yeah. Bonaducci and this yeah. sleazy, well, we, well, this woman of questionable morals and character <laughs> on with him, um, and it, it get, got so bad I couldn't listen to it I really just, with my kids. I, I was in just wish you would say what you feel. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, you know, you're trying to think of how what words I shouldn't really use in this <laughs> company. Yeah. Um, hang on a second. Let's see, Mike. You're a guy, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm a guy. Greg, what, what are we having a problem with? Yeah. Our audience. <laughs> oh, <know>? oh, sorry. <laughs> please forget. Uh, please forget that there's only three of them. So you know. I, yeah. Say hi to say hi to our, Jeff and Earl. <laughs> in our first shows, we were really pumped up, um, just not knowing what to do, and I dropped the, you know, the the f bomb mm. a few times, not yeah. really meaning to, but we just got we got going, and we didn't bleep them out, and it became kind of a. I don't want to say a staple, but some some people expected it. Some people were offended by it. I'm thinking we don't need to talk that way to still get excited and, and keep it a kind of a PG adult show. So I'm trying to think if slut and whore and all those things fit in our kind of a show. Mm. Sure, which you know they probably do. But anyways, I couldn't let my kids listen on the car in the morning with with their talk, and I kind of enjoyed yeah. some of him. And as a kid, I'd kind of grown up thinking this kid turned out to be a punk, but yeah. he's actually pretty interesting. And a friend of ours met him and his family by random. They were going to look for the Bat Cave. You, you, you get the AAA magazine out here, and they give you little day trips. Well, the Bat Cave, where they filmed Batman, is out in some park in L.A. somewhere. Hmm. So they were going to find it, and they were having trouble. And there was his family with their dog, and they were sitting out there. It ends up being Danny Bonaducci and his family. They were, they were friendly. They talked to him, asked him to sit down, told him where to go and to be careful. It's not the greatest neighborhood. Hmm. And, you know, he, he kind of had a bad boy image for a while growing up. But he's turned out to be somewhat of a decent individual. But this, this winch he's on with is, you know, all she talks about is, you know, sex and sex and more sex. It's, mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah. Like, geez, you know, driving. morning show when kids are in the car going back yeah. and forth to school, it's, 
it's kind of tough. Even on KFI morning talk show, at least at least they'll warn you sometimes that they're they're doing a, a show about you know molesters or whatever. They you know might want yeah. not want your kid to hear this. I mean, they're just going on and on. It's just mm. that's when the good parenting kicks in and you change the channel. Well, exactly. That's yeah. right. I don't listen of, to that. Instead anymore. of I couldn't take her calling and complaining. That's what the buttons are for. Uh, yeah, well, that's what I always say. Who needs a V chip? You know, you can turn the channel on your own. You don't need a V chip. That's right. You don't need yeah. warning. I mean, you know, give me a little information about the show. But all this spending yeah. money and all these warnings and it's like cigarettes now. It's like, she's since I've been a kid, I know they've been killers. Yeah. There's more money that we have to spend on them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you so, know. <laughs> so uh, local. It surprises me what local radio gets away with. Uh, oh. Nowadays, it's really spread. But it's all you know. Local radio is all formatted. It's, and it's about community. Well, it's community standards as well. You know, if the community is up in arms about it, it'll stop. Oh, it is. Sure. And, you know, and, if, and if the, the and the the way they do it is they stop listening, and that means the advertisers stop making money, and they stop spending money, and, and then so the, then the station things change. changes hands. Yeah. Yes. See, but, we've had yeah. the big controversy out here about you know the FCC has come down on. Uh, of course, Howard Stern, who's went over to Sirius Radio, I think, although he doesn't have to be as, uh, uh, I guess the FCC doesn't have as much control because it's... It's, uh, it's not local. It's, it's, like, it's like cable. It's a pay yeah, service, exactly. yeah. Um, and KFI has got their fair shares of complaints, yet we have some Spanish channel radio out here, which there's one particular local DJ, I can't remember, El Julio or something, I don't remember what his name is, but he, during all of our local, or all these rallies and stuff we've had for either illegal or yeah aliens or whatever they want to call them or not call themselves and i i guess from what people say his show is pretty and in, in, um not insightful um incisive and uh, he gets away with stuff that a normal english channel wouldn't get away with but like you're mm. saying if if his listeners aren't outraged by it but actually you'd say empowered by it or uh, uh, they rally by it. Who's ever going to complain? But you get someone, yeah. you, know, you get the soccer mom or the gray hair who hears Howard Stern say something about, you know, mm-hmm. a woman's yeah. shape. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're getting all these kind of complaints. Yeah. So there, there, there's definitely not. I think a, Mike and I are both very glad you used the word shape right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the problem is I don't have a delay button to have my finger hover over while he's talking. You know. It's, yeah. It's a problem. Oh, yeah. And look, who's the one that's encouraged Earl to just let it roll and not bleep things out? Well, you know. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, so what, what's your wife think about all this podcasting and Disney enthusiasm going on lately? Um, well, that's kind of hard to say. She uh, she enjoys... I play the podcast for her in the car while we're running around oh, sometimes. Gosh. And she's... What? <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. You haven't played her ours, have you? Um, actually, actually, I have. And I, the last time, well, I, the only time I did, it was funny because, uh, Greg, you went off on something, and and your your military background kicked in, and <laughs> and her head snapped, and she looked right at the iPod, like, what? <laughs> like she didn't okay she's trying to put disney and this together uh-huh. and it's just not working you know <laughs> uh-huh. because i've played her you know some of the other stuff and um and it's just <laughs> it, it was just unusual but the uh, uh the um the podcasting thing uh, she's not nearly as into it as i am in fact when we were in disney world and met earl and uh, and Steve and Barb and Stephen from the forums. Yeah. Um, she and my nieces kind of 
you know, walked up because I, they had gone someplace, and I I met the rest of them because we had set up a time to meet and a place to meet, and uh, they went to do some shopping to see if they could, and also to see if they could get a fast pass to Soren, and <laughs> no dice, too late in the day, and uh, they came back and we were deep into it, and you know how it is when Stop. we all think alike and, and everything, and we, we just all hit it, we hit it off immediately, and it turns into shop talk, yeah, well, the equivalent of shop talk, yeah. I, well, and, and it's just like you haven't. It's it's like you've been friends forever, and you just kind of hooked up. So you're talking about all kinds of stuff and telling funny stories and and getting along great. And she comes walking up, and I introduce her around, and she immediately feels, "Wow, I am out of this." Is no, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> she just looked at me and walked away. <laughs> and that's kind of how it is with the you know with the DPN stuff because I like. Uh, I'll be talking with her about something I read, and she's giving me the mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, the yeah. supporting. Okay, well, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Okay. So, so we probably won't see Mrs. Mark posting on the DPN soon. Oh, I doubt that very seriously. Okay. Yeah. Her interests yeah. lie elsewhere. Yeah. Now, have you ever thought of doing your own Disney podcast? Oh, yeah, please. it has crossed my mind. And, um, I just uh, I don't have. I don't have an angle, I think. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's very important because there's a few shows out there suffering right now, I think, and that it, it includes ours sometimes for direction, knowing yeah. what they're doing. It's kind of the reason mm-hmm. the other show, The Imaginary My Way, went segmented versus babbling, and it's, <laughs> it's helped some. Not a lot, but it's helped some. I think I got one more listener now, so you know it's helped yeah. a little. Well, there you go. But that, they might that, be that, listening for your promos and your your, your yeah. intros and outros. You know, so. that actually probably makes up for the guy who got mad because you changed it and left. So uh. that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, yeah, there there are so many guys who are doing such a great job, and I listen to I listen to enough of them, and they're pretty much covering everything. And I I there's not anything out there that I feel like I can do justice to. And uh, there's some pretty impressive stuff yeah, like, sure in the is. in the DPN. There's some very impressive yeah. stuff. I mean, yeah, Paul yeah. Barry, Paul Barry's putting together an amazing podcast yes, over Window of the Magic. Yep. Yes. And when and when uh, Patrick Hurd gets a hold of that one show he does a month, I just sit back in my chair and shake my head because I even wrote him and told him, "Geez, <laughs> this is beautiful what he puts together. The work he puts into it is amazing." I, I tend um, to like Mouseketeer Greg's videos just crack oh, me. Oh, yeah. The guy's got a, a, a yeah, sharp his ca- mind. His countdown business is hilarious. And, and the new kid on the block, Gary Chambers, over oh. at Mouse Lounge. Is he smooth or what? He is something else. He's He's got a great little show. He's and, got an uh, entertainment background. That's helping him out with that. Yeah, and he's he's doing a great job. It's very well structured. He's He's got a, a, a good focus on what he's doing and... and and I always come away from his show informed and entertained, and um, <laughs> it, it gives me a little something to think about and to, you know, to chew over as well. Have you seen Have you seen his little logo mock-up? Yeah, but the, I think it's interesting. <laughs> Mickey's holding a cigar and a martini right there. I'm like, oh yeah, I want to yeah. see this for real. Yeah. You know, it's, well, uh, when I put his, I put, did you say I put his user bar together, and I I made a user bar for him and. Put yeah, it up, it's got a put it up in his martini glasses. Yeah, you got the little martini glasses on it, and I'm I'm sitting there thinking the Waltopia type, because <laughs> that's what that font is. It's Waltopia. Yes. You, you, use the, or that Waltopia or Waltograph. Yes, yeah. you can Waltograph type with martini glasses. I just don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I, don't, that's I like, like it. 
You know, it's funny. It, it's the rare photograph you'll ever see of Walt either drinking or smoking. Mm. But since, you know, complications of cirrhosis of the liver was partly, you know, helped him die, mm. yeah. you know, I, I'm pretty sure he knocked a few back. Actually, when uh, you see pictures of him at industry things, you know, award shows or whatever, he's got a glass and a cigarette. Standing yeah, well, there, there's a couple studio photos. Like I say they are rare, and they become even rarer in the modern day. Yeah, and I, I yeah. saw most of them when I was up at the archives at the studio, just flipping through books. That was a nice thing. As being a cast member, you could just go, uh, at least at the time, you could go in the archives, just flip through tons and tons of photographs, and you'd see these pictures of him, you know, smoking like a chimney, drinking, <laughs> all the things that the, the public image never. You never yeah. really saw, but there is one old, old, old photograph, very young Walt Thin, uh, probably back from the Hyperion studio. And if you look real closely, though his hand is down by his side, there is a cigarette, but it's, you know, it's because it's not yeah. in his mouth or not your typical Hollywood shot. Uh, yeah. And I, I didn't catch it for a long time because I never, that wasn't my image of Walt uh, as a smoker, but, you know, more and more you hear and you, you research, you see all that part, but... Well, that was the fifties and sixties. Yeah, yeah, fifties yeah, and sixties. I mean, it was, it was, it was. They smoked on television. There were the commercials, the billboards, the ads in magazines. The, the, tobacco was huge. Yeah, it was. It yep. Still is, but you know, it's. It was a very common part of life. When, <laughs> Have you seen that movie? I, I watched it on the plane back from Disney World or to Disney World. I'm sorry. Thank you for thank smoking. you for smoking. That no, is such I haven't a seen deep it. dark film. It's really? funny because it's absurd at times. Yeah, but it's funny because um, they they hit all the angles. I mean, it's it's very very well done. You could be a, you know you could be a Rob Reiner and I think still appreciate the film. When mm. when um when the Game Show Network first came on there, they were showing reruns of old old fifties game shows, and yeah. you know the winner was getting a lifetime supply of the cigarette that's part of the Lucky game Strikes. Show. Yeah. yeah, something like <laughs> oh my that. Yeah. Gosh, like, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And I, yeah, I just, I just flashed back to old "I Love Lucy" episodes. With, oh yeah, uh, you know, as Ricky's got a cigarette. And, you know, well, they're all, all the lighting up. Yeah, yeah, right. all of them. Yeah. So, I and uh, I didn't Andy Griffith even smoke on the Andy Griffith oh, show? I have from no time idea. To time? I have no that idea. One I don't so, remember. You know, I, I want to say I think I saw him smoking at least once. Yeah, see, we also had the, the double standard between different classes of smokers, you know, yeah. the cigarette smoker to the tobacco or the uh, cigar smoker to the pipe smoker. To tobacco right. chewer. Because you know, all, all during the Clint years when we heard, you know, his, uh, his, his um, Gumpy second in, you know, second in command, uh, Forrest Gump talking about, you know, his, you know, it's tragic, his sister died, but he grew up in a family that, you know, made their money in tobacco farming. Mm. And uh, they could all sit there and smoke stogies on the the White House, you know, lawn, yeah. and yeah. be shown with uh, cigars. But yet, cigarette was the evil guy. Um, I, I just find the the double standards and absurdity absurdity all of it. Well, it's just a big deep pocket money grab is really what it is. Now, I every time I go to Vegas, I somewhat appreciate California's stance of no smoking, smoking in public anywhere. places. But, you know, as long as it's a legal substance, it's really, I think, up to the individual. My grant, mm. man, when I was in the service, my supervisor lit one cigarette. To, I mean, when one's going out, he's lighting another one. Yeah. 
and I tell you, it's literally, it's, literally I mean, chain smoking yes. using oh, one yes. to light using yes. one to light the other one. Yeah. And it is so nice to work in an office environment where yeah. you don't have to worry about that. Uh, one of my best designers, had, you know, but he's got to go out every hour, hour and a half to mm. smoke one. Okay, I you know I I sometimes feel like, geez, I don't take yeah. a break that often. Exactly. But it's what's what's the equivalent for someone who doesn't smoke. What's the what's the equivalent need? But see, you, you don't get to do that because if you're a non-smoker, you don't go stand on the stoop. You're looked at yeah. as this lazy bum. Yeah. But if you're a smoker, it's like okay. It reminded me of an episode of Friends with Jennifer Aniston. She wanted to get in with the the group that you know seemed to know everything and get promotions. And she's out on the stoop smoking, and they're freezing. Uh, I, and I she remember kept, that. Yeah, she kept going on. She's getting hooked, and they all quit. So now <laughs> she's the only one out there. <laughs> uh, oh. That's why I always yeah. talk about Disneyland and Disney World second class citizen smoking areas because yeah, now you have all these Disneyland people has in the corner. In the corner. Yeah. Um, but I, I do. Remember, I, we were I, we were in Animal Kingdom and I and I passed by. You know they have little smoking areas where they're set aside. The path takes a turn, and it goes around behind some plants or something. And they've got some benches where you and, and they have the big ashtrays. You can go back in there and you can smoke. I'm, I'm not a smoker myself, but I'm watching these guys, and and uh, and we had gotten past one, and it was very obvious this place was it's you know that's your smoker pit right there that's where you're going pit. that's the pit baby that's where you're going to smoke your cigs right there and um the butts all over the ground back in there and everything and you yeah. know, just that's where you go and uh, and uh, there's this there's this kind of middle-aged woman maybe a little beyond middle-aged woman and she's saying something to her husband like well, Harold, I know there's a smoking area right along here somewhere. It sure wasn't like, <laughs> Harold, I know there's a smoking area right here. <laughs> Hello, Harold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when they first introduced that at Disneyland, it went over like a fart in church. And, you know, and you'd tell people, no, you can't smoke here. You, know, you can go over that area. Man, they were indignant about it. It's, it's kind of the same equivalent of telling a personal, person in a wheelchair or an ECB just stand in line it's been designed so you can enjoy the full queue <laughs> they go nuts because they think they should go right to the back of the line and run over my foot on the way um, wait a second well, the guy ran over your foot should have been he was walking he yeah. should have been yeah. standing yeah. in line but you know you go to Vegas and I always love it would you like smoking or non and it's really a divider between two tables Yeah. yeah. and it doesn't really much. matter because it's floating yeah, over the top but yet we were in Arizona a month or two ago in uh, Chili's and their smoking section literally was a gl- you know there was a glass wall in between mm. you, which was kind of nice. So it didn't totally keep it out because there was yeah. openings at the other end. But for the most part, it kept it on their side because I've always noticed that smokers don't tend to ha- want to have the smoke in their face while they're eating, but they can be hanging yeah. over the next table. Yeah, they uh, light up after or while they're. You guys, uh, I, I don't know. Do you ha- do you guys have the Cracker Barrel restaurants out there? Yes. The old we country do? stores. So. Yeah, there's not many of them, but there are. They yeah. are. The last one I was in, yeah. the last one I was in was in El Paso, Texas. I don't. Uh, well, they they their smoking sections are like that in the areas where they allow smoking. Smoking, they have all those the the shutters dividing the sections. Well, they're wide open. You can open them up, you know, yeah. and and you know, stick your fingers like through them. Like but in the wide. in the smoking section, they have them. They're double. They're doubled up with a section of plexiglass in between them, oh. to. Uh, so That's they all good. look the same, but in the smoking area, there's plexiglass. But uh, it's becoming more and more common around here. I think uh, Birmingham actually uh, last year passed the the no smoking thing. So if you're in the city, oh, so they, it doesn't off. matter where you are. You got to go outside. 
Yeah, suffer. <laughs> Here we are in the in, in the buckle of the Bible Belt in the South. So yeah. So well, Mark, is there? Go ahead, Greg. Oh no, no, no! I was just going to make a smoking comment, but it's probably not necessary. All right, because well, I was going to hit Mark up for any you know kind of closing thoughts. Mm, well, um, <laughs> well, yeah. What deep deep thoughts you know, of wisdom as, as we try to wind up. And now, deep thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I, I just want to say that um, I really am enjoying getting to know the folks on the DPN like you guys, and uh, and making new friends because uh, this this I call it a little dysfunctional family earlier, and in a way it is. You know, we I got all types all, here. Yeah, we got all yeah, types. We yeah, we really, really do. And uh, but by and large. Everybody that I have had any kind of interchange with on the forums has been just a gem, just great people. Uh, every, from everybody from us middle-aged geeks, yeah. you know, yeah. guys who really are a little too old to have a Disney fascination, yeah. you know, <laughs> down to uh, uh, the kids. And there are some kids on the forums. Um, yeah, there's a couple. Uh, there's a couple now. There's a brother and sister. Yeah. Uh, Namine and uh, what's that's her back here? Roz Monster, something or Roz Monster, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they're like, what are they like, thirteen, fourteen years old, uh, something, something like, like that. that? Yeah, they gotta yeah. be. And they're and and they're even a ton of fun. They're 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 contributing some pretty cool stuff along the way. And okay. um, you know, it's there's just a, a great cross section of people on the forums, and I'm really enjoying getting to know people, and I'm just having a blast being involved. Just having a great time, and and I've gotten hooked on a lot of podcasts. And I don't think it's fair to go through the list because if I leave anybody out, no, there, I, yeah, exactly. Well, why, why, you know, why'd you leave me out? And it's not that I, you know, don't listen. It's I'm I'm forty nine years old. I'm forty nine years old. Yes, I'm having an Alzheimer's <laughs> moment. But, but uh, you know, the gray hair is growing inwards. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> but I. Uh, um, I've gotten hooked on the podcast, and I've gotten hooked on the friendships that I've uh, that I'm developing, and I'm just having a great time. I'm really having a a great time being part of this yeah, I, of this it's a bunch of people. I have a lot yeah. of fun too. You know, you talk- you're in, oh, go ahead, Mike. You go I'm ahead. Well, I'd say uh, you're a good example of people who contribute to the forum. I mean, of course, all the podcasters do, but you know, a lot of the listeners have come up with like the logo. You oh know, yeah, recorded some intros and people yeah. really interact. It's not just, you know, worship. Or I was gonna say worshiping, but people listening and you know giving you platitudes all the time. They they actually give back, and yes. I know we as, as uh, podcasters appreciate it because it's yeah I can get patted on the back all day, but when they exchange things and you you go to a park and you meet people and and have a good time uh, it, it's fun yeah 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 jeff just came back from disney world uh, jeff from houston the host of the meandering mouse just came back from disney world and uh we've been exchanging email about a couple of things and one of the things that he said um and i'll tell a story from my end as well but one of the things that he said was was that he was just blown away by the love that he got from dpn members when he was in anaheim it, and it was just he was actually overwhelmed by the just the there's no other word for it the love that he got from the, the people he met just to, the attention and the uh, just just the love that he got and and that is uh, something I think we're finding is very common is is there's a lot of love in the DPN 
Yeah, we're, a, we may be a little wacky, but there's a lot of love. But in yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a warm yeah, community. We, warm. If we weren't warm. wacky, we yeah. would be like all those radio stations you talked about that were boring. Lack imagination. There are yeah. so many. I mean, there's a plethora of Disney forums plethora. to go out mm-hmm. to, and yeah. so many of them are just boring and you know trudging through the same old rumors that you've heard and you're like yeah. oh my god I, I i couldn't sit there and spend enough time right. to correct all the stuff i've heard but here people yeah. are just having fun they poke mm-hmm. fun at each other they listen yeah. to the podcast and you know it, it's it's been a good time i was really surprised i was a little leery when we first started to do this and mike's like you gotta get on the forums and start posting yeah, uh, I'm sure the kind of the same conversations Lou's been having with Bob, but yeah. Bob ignores. Bob's ignoring. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Bob Striper rules. <laughs> Striper rocks, man. You can post again. You please come post again. Striper rules. I was kind of hoping he would respond to my last post because I was trying to bond with him on the whole Striper thing. I've actually seen Striper in concert, but yeah, so have heard I. nothing from Bob. Yeah. That was an interesting experience. Now, wait, two, was, yeah. now you, Mr. Mark, you've heard of the group Undercover, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know that their kind of music is really not what striper music is, yeah. right? Was that the, was that what they called the Heaven and Hell tour? Um, it might have been. They had all the six 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 and the circles yeah. with the six six sixes and that yeah. and the devil the devil um tail, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good tour and it was up in Northern California, um, outside of Oakland. It's very kind of woody and mountainous area, very cool. I can't remember the name of the town, but um I was thinking I'd like to live up here until I found out how much it costs to live up there. So, you know, it's kind of like the Beverly Hills of the San Francisco area. I'm like, yeah. It's gorgeous, but you know, very expensive. Um, so you had two classes of people there. You kind of like punk, new wave type people, and your long-haired glitter rock people. You know, it was a really interesting dichotomy going on. But um, I, and I wasn't sure what to expect with Striper. Here's, here's a Christian band with long hair, makeup, and tight pants. Spandex. spandex, yeah, black and was it black and yellow spandex? Yes, the yellow can, and black attack. Yeah, I can kind of dig the music. It's got an edge, but I don't know guys in makeup that just you mm-hmm. know, not something that really. I never liked it when I was in drama. You, I gotta wear makeup. What are you talking about? I just want to act, you know. But it was a good tour. I mean, they threw tracks out to the audience because I don't know if half the audience knew they were a Christian band or not because their lyrics, if you want to hear them one way, can be one thing. You want to hear them another way? They can be something else, and yeah. um, but it, it was quite interesting. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well, I was gonna. You talked about you know being forty some odd old years old and doing this uh, after our trip to well, after the DPN meet at Disneyland. I discovered that Greg, you and I are the oldest podcasters on the DPN. Well, wow. You, you've got to say that again. Who's the oldest? You and I. Uh, okay, we're not the same age, so you're you're getting at something. No, I'm just saying that that you and I are the wow. two oldest people podcasting. We're only yeah, I, year think, I think I am the oldest. Okay, wow, fine. Well, it's pretty, now, pretty sad, see, but I have so, my hair. But I t- see that's okay. another reason for me not to have a Disney podcast. But I because tell, then I would be the oldest. I say that makes us the Statler and Waldorf, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's some comfort there. <laughs> that's right. Next time, next time there's a gathering, you guys get to sit on a balcony booth. That's right. And, <laughs> and make fun of everybody else. Well, I got to share one quick story before we bail out of here. All right. And and this is probably the coolest thing that's happened to me as a result of being part of the DPN. I can't really go into details because it's a surprise. 
for somebody. Okay. But there was there is a, a guy who has gotten into the DPN who lives in another country. He's mm-hmm. been listening to some podcasts and he and he uh, heard me do some of my stuff. And so he sent me an email and asked me to do a whopper of a favor for him. Okay. Don't know who this guy is, never met him before, but out of the blue he asked me to record something for his son's birthday. Okay. Which is just okay. That enough, That's kind of a compliment in itself. Sure. Hey, would you please record something special for my son's eight, eighth birthday? And I said, you know, I, I agreed to it once I heard exactly what it was. This guy lives, uh, let's just say he lives across a large body of water. Okay. And in another he's hemisphere. In another hemisphere. In a galaxy far, far away. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, there went the moment. Thanks. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're just trying to help you. We're just trying to help you obfuscate. I, I, I couldn't resist yeah, right. that. We're just trying to help you obfuscate the. You know, you don't want. You don't mm. want to spill too much, but you know. Never give up. Never surrender. Surrender. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the, um, uh, but the the thing is that he wanted me to record a wake up recording. You know, like, hey, wake up, get out of bed, it's your birthday thing. For his son on his birthday to announce to him that the whole family on his birthday was getting on a plane and going to Disney World. Oh, how cool is that? And how cool and is that? And this that is, is just. And this is a DPN member, forum member, listener? This is a, a DPN listener. I, I don't think he's active in the forum. Okay. The, pa- the parent is the DPN. The parent listener. is a, yeah, yeah. That rocks, man. That'd That's be so cool. cool. That's that is way just cool. that is one of the coolest things that I've I have ever heard of. And just a little gesture on your part too, and it's going to make somebody's day. Yeah. Start and yeah. I, I got to be honest as I put it together. I mean, he sent me just his idea of what he wanted, and I fleshed it out. And um, as I recorded it, um. You know, I laid down part of it, and I was looking for music, trying to find the right things and do something funny. And I wrote him back about a couple of things to make sure that I wouldn't upset his kids if I said something. And, you know, because there's more than one of them, and they're, you know, and I just wanted to kind of play off of the childhood rivalry thing. And, 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 and once I got it all finished and sat back and listened to it, I actually got choked up <laughs> because... You know, I was thinking, this this kid is going to wake up hearing this thing in his room, you know, because the dad's going to put it on a CD or something to take it in his room and play it for him, and, and he's going to wake up, and he's going to wake up on the morning of his birthday and find out he's going around the world for his birthday. I'll never forget Just, it. And no, it's it's a lifetime. It is the birthday dream of a lifetime. It's a Kodak moment. I got to be part of it. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it'll be really cool to get a videotape it and send you a copy. I, I'd love to see the look on that kid's face. He'd be like, yeah, in awe. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, the guy, the guy asked me, you know, what can I do to, you know, to repay you? And I said, just send me a picture of your family having fun. That's all I want. Very cool. And and I hope he does because that's uh, that's probably the coolest thing that's. One of the coolest things that has ever happened to me is it's it just such an honor to have somebody who lives in a different country to send me an email and ask me if I can do just this little favor for his kid. 
That's and a, it's just such a cool thing. That's a cool story. Yeah. I th- and I take it that ranks right up there with any celebrity you've ever met. I mean, it's, this is just down home, home, you know, just yeah. regular people versus yeah. some I mean, big-time I, guy. I, I've, I've, met, uh, I've met a few people, but this is just, this really reaches down and touches you in, deep inside. Because this is, this is a family thing, uh, uh, you know, parents and their kids and the love there and the, and wanting to make this something that they'll never ever forget, and they asked me to be part of it. That is very cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah how do you yeah, top but, that? Yeah, as as a cast member, the coolest thing every now and then you get a little thank you card. You called over to City Hall and just found someone filled out a little card and just left it for you. I'm thinking, all I did is you know help you find a restroom or. You know, mm-hmm. tell you where I thought was the best place to eat. You know, and for whatever reason, because someone paid attention to them, you made their day, and you're like, "Wow, I, that's very cool." You know, it made my day to to make your day. Cause that's I liked working at the park, and then the only kind of I dug security because of the access I had to the park. But uh, and you saw the seedy side, but yet you were always out in the park talking to people all day, and you didn't have to necessarily push buttons on rides and you had the freedom to move around and, and really interact, and it was nice if you could help turn someone's day to the better, or just, you know, like say help. I might get frustrated with that, you know, stupid question. Where's the castle? And I'm be like looking over my shoulder, going, uh, "It's that thing behind me," or you know, "Where's I?" You know, what time is the eight o'clock parade? Uh, eight o'clock, I think. <laughs> you know, but you know, I'd be facetious with all this stuff. But yeah, it is. That that is like the coolest thing, and it, I know what you mean. It's it's the small little um, things in life that you know really help people. That really are more rewarding uh, than anything. Mm. That's a but, uh, yeah. yeah I would say that's an excellent note to or little anecdote to kind of just wrap up because I don't want to spoil it. Mm. No, definitely not. And again, what? Who are you, and what show did you have? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was well, the Ma- the Mac and Mark show. Is that what it was? That's what it is. Um, <laughs> it's the Mark and Mac show. Uh, the Mark and Mac update is what you can find on uh, iTunes, or you can go to markandmac.com. dot uh, com. That's about to undergo uh, a whole complete complete facelift in the very near future, and. Um, it's a it's a daily thirty minute. It's thirty minutes long, unlo- unlike the hour and forty minutes we've been going on. Exactly. Here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it, yes. I, it doesn't even feel like that. It feels I know. like it's been about twenty minutes. But we'll it's have just, to. Yeah. You know, we'll, we will definitely hit the oh, bandwidth. Don't cut it, you know how many? No, no, I'm not going to cut it. But you know, yeah, let's stop so we can you know I can play the whole thing yeah. because there we go. And well, we don't well, want to drive. God, because I mean, what kind of podcast actually splits something up into three segments today? I mean, come that on. was three hours. That was three hours. There's no way. Yeah, but it was great. I would have got good stuff. Though. I would have oh, got. Thank you. We would have got. All, I would have got. I would have got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the ISP would have been on my. <laughs> would have been all over me. Yeah, well, um, so much for so much for ending on a nice note. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, yeah, we, we really. tried, but <laughs> Thanks, that's Mike. You, that's our style. I, I've held my tongue all night. I've oh, been really good oh, boy. You <laughs> whip that one out at the end of the night. Wow. Yeah. yeah wow. Does lightning travel through yeah. sky? I mean, liar. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I, let's all put our hands out. Yeah. No. <laughs> put your hands on your iPod. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, some, there's some channeling yeah. for you. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Mark! Yeah. It was—it's been such a fun time. I'm 
been a pleasure, Mark. Yeah, it was, it and was I great. Had a blast and, and I thank you so much for staying up late. Oh, you're welcome. And joining us for some mice cast ramblings and tangents and what was this show about again? Uh, it's about the Mark and Max show. Oh, okay, man. That's it. Yeah. Um, seriously, And yeah. hopefully you got to speak more than some of our other guests. I, I've been known, so they say. I haven't really noticed it myself that I tend to talk over our, our guest hosts. Not talk over. You just don't take a breath. So no one gets a chance to jump in. Well, you know, I've explained to you my Italian in-laws where if you don't speak fast and loud, it's kind of like the New York legislature. You know? <laughs> okay, fine. Well, thanks again, Mark. Thanks, it's Mark. been a pleasure. We'd love to have you come on again sometime. And uh, I will again Maybe. publicly thank you for helping with the intros right. and outros and that, that other really good show I've heard about, ImagineeringMyWay.com. Okay. Mm. Wow. I hear it's really good. It's got some great intros. Yeah, I hear that too. Last I heard, uh, uh, you weren't supposed to be promoting that here anymore since you had the DPN to do it with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try to cross-promote all the shows. <laughs> we, we've done Mark and Mac tonight, Measuring yeah. My Way, and MiceCast. And I think we even talked about Jeff from Houston. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. We yeah. And Aaron Zippity-Doopod. Yeah, yeah, we yes, mentioned Earl. Yeah. Okay. And bring him. We see, now if we, then we better stop now because then we will leave someone out and someone will, That's right. will be yeah. upset. Except Good for measuringmyway.com. Good night, I'll be, in, I'll be in Lake Tahoe next week and uh, in Vegas the week after that. Let's see. Okay. Really? Nice. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> this show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family, hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the Internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners.